Hello, I'm Marilyn and you're listening to Lead Your Day podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. If you are a fan of the show already, welcome to another one of our series, our special series this month called Show Off, where I'm showing off everyday women as part of celebrating International Women's Day. I'm really proud today to show off Monica Perez Burnett. She's the mother of eight children that we've had on the podcast before, but she's got a fresh message today. Monica is a mum of eight and one of the most motivating speakers I've met. Please enjoy this uplifting episode. Monica, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Oh, look, everyone's saying we're so excited. So I, I, you know, if if you've been watching and listening to this um, constantly every day, you're going, they all say excited. And my son, who does a lot of the editing, says, they all say you're excited. We are excited. Like, it's like... I'm so peaceful to be here. It doesn't seem to be the right emotional response, isn't it? It is excitement. It is joy. So uh, <laughs> as you'll get to know Monica, Monica is, as I said in the introduction, she's a mum of eight. She is a fireball. She is a beautiful spirit. I would like you in this instance to I- introduce yourself, Monica, who you are, what that lovely accent is, where you are in the world, and what is it that you do? Yes. So uh, my name is Monica Perez Burnett. I have, like Marilyn said, eight children, two sets of twins in there. I am in North Carolina in the United States. I have been an entrepreneur for almost 30 years. I will be 50 <laughs> this year in a few months. So I started when I was 20. She looks amazing, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, is just crazy to me to think of all the adventures that have been had. But uh, what I do right now Uh, is I help equip faith-led entrepreneurs for marketplace ministry. So I teach Mm. them content creation and different ways they can show up. Do you work with just women or women and men? I work with women and men, but mostly the people who come to me end up being women. Mm. Why is that? Why are women drawn to that? Or more, I should say, is why do women need what you've got to, to help them with? You know, I think it's the relatability in something that is so intimate, which is faith, a faith topic, because everybody has their own story around faith, but the, the objective, the goal for everyone is the same. And so it's a wonderful opportunity to share stories. And, and as women, I believe Mm. we connect so well with stories Mm, and and why this, this podcast is going so well because of everyone sharing their stories. And that's why I think people are drawn to it because they want to either connect to my story and take out places where they can relate or other areas where they would be like, wow, I wish I could do this. How can I do this? Mm. I've tweaked the title of this podcast for this series, for this special called Show Off, which is a bit tongue in cheek as well. But it's something that women, oh, I can't show off. We're told to be seen and not heard. And I know in working with you as a, as a client for years, we're now great friends, but it's, it's something that you struggle with and, and is not, I'm not saying literally showing off, but finding your voice and, and honoring that deepest soul spirit calling that you have. Can you talk about that and also share your story about going live 
every day last year and how that helped shape your voice as well. Yes. So I started off uh, with a, a big, a big negative where when I was young, I was uh, bullied because my dad, I had very long hair all the way down, uh, down my back. And my dad took me and got my hair cut and I ended up looking like my brother. It was above my ears. <laughs> and so during, this was in third grade. And during that time, everybody would make fun of me. He's almost two years older than I am. And his name is Marco. My name is Monica. And so they would always call me Marco, literally third grade. My name was Marco. So my whole thing was hide. And, you know, hopefully this, the, you know, I'll be swallowed up and just left alone. And so after that experience, I spent the rest of my years trying to find, it was such, I don't know why that impacted me so much, but trying to find who I was. Yeah, it almost like taking my name away from me led me on yeah, this journey yeah. of finding who I was. And so I would try so many different things to see which one was my voice, but I would use it by copying other people's voices. In fact, I remember a time where I would be around someone long enough that I would start laughing like them or even talking like them. <laughs> and so it was very, you know, it, it was that kind of thing. It was um, a need for approval in that sense. But in, in 2019, you know, as entrepreneurs, we like our word of the year, right? We, we search for it. And I hadn't decided yet, but I was actually walking here in this bedroom behind me and I heard the word speak. And I didn't know what that meant because for a word of the year, you know, I needed more detail, but I went <laughs> in to pray about it. And I heard, you are going to go live every single day of 2020 and you're just going to share a devotional and i said lord i have eight children and very little time i can i don't have time to prepare i'm helping with businesses and doing all of these things he said are you going to do it or not so i said i will try is what i said but i sat down on january 1st and on that day i have a degree in religious studies uh because i always wanted to be in ministry but uh, I became an entrepreneur instead for about 27 years. Is there really a difference? Some, some would say. <laughs> you know, you know, to be fair, I have, I've never heard somebody say that, but you Oh, are, I have. <laughs> you are so right. You are so right. <laughs> so uh, I ended up sitting here in this chair and everything was erased the whole Bible, everything I had studied, which is a little annoying because I spent a lot of money on my education, <laughs> but it was all gone. And, um, and I just heard, you know, you learned it all from here, from your head, and I'm going to teach it to you from your heart from where it should come. And so I sat down in this chair every single day with no preparation, no anything. Whoa. I would open up my Bible, I would find a verse, and he would just minister to 30, 45 minutes every day. It was, it was the most amazing experience that I have had in terms of you have a voice. It's a voice that I gave you before the beginning of time. And it's time for you to share it. And it's time for you to be vulnerable. So many, so many of those, if I look back on my timeline are ones where I'm crying or ones where I'm happy, I'm excited, or just so much uh, connection with who I really was and what I wanted to leave behind and 
understand and accept and just embody my new identity, which was my true identity. All these years I had been, I felt like I had been living a lie. And during 2020, which for the world, you would consider the worst year ever, for me, it was the best year ever. It was literally the year that changed my life. Mm. And so, uh, so having a voice to me is extremely important because I believe we all are put here on this earth to say something, mm. to say something powerful, to say something important that is going to plant a seed that maybe we won't see if it grows in the moment, but we know when we get to heaven, we'll know, we'll know how many people we impacted. Right. And so I am, uh, I'm just very passionate about helping people uh, share their voice, especially on the, in the online world where there is so much trying to imitate and copy mm. and just be on trend, but mm. not really be you. And that's why mm. so many people struggle because they feel they need to be somebody else. Yeah, it's but true. This, yeah, this is about, look, I made you with this specific, in this personality, with this, these traits, with, with even this story that is always meant for good. It's mm. always, he will bring something good out of something bad. Mm. And so all of our experiences uh, are capable of having the, the, um, the beauty from ashes story behind it. And that's, that's what I look for when I speak to people. Like, what is your uh, beauty from ashes story? Let's bring that out. And let's let other people know that they can get out of that ashes moment that they are experiencing mm. right now. So many women struggle with this and it, it, it's probably a safety thing where we don't feel we're, we're and authenticity is a word that is used a lot, but I'm not sure we completely understand how to access that. But when you think about even just marketing and the online space, we are looking for templates. We're looking for scripts. We're looking for formulas. We're looking for, you know, I, I don't know how many ads I see on Instagram for buy this and you'll get 365 days of captions for your, and I'm like, why would I do that? That's your voice, not mine. Uh, and yet that go to that scary place, even it's even scary what you did, just turn up without preparing and allow yourself to hear that still small voice inside you is probably the only way that we really could do it, isn't it? I agree. I agree. Uh, one of apart from from the faithfulness that I found during 2020, uh, being able to do this, I also learned another big lesson. It was that my fear was rooted all of these years in my lack of understanding of love. Because mm. when I know that I am loved so deeply beyond any human being could love me, and even the love that I have my, for myself, knowing who I was created to be, uh, that changes everything. That changes everything because then it's no mm. longer I'm seeking people's approval. It's mm. I'm standing for something. I'm being a pioneer for something. I'm using my voice for something. And so then fear becomes uh, a non-issue, becomes mm. a non-issue because it's no longer about them, but about me being willing to, on my last breath, say, you know, well done, 
well done. You did it. You did it. You shared what you were supposed to share. Mon, you, you're a remarkable woman and I know you've impacted thousands of women as in your life so far. There'll be thousands, perhaps millions more. Who has shaped you in terms of women uh, to be who you are? Maybe you haven't. Maybe men have shaped you. But who, who has been influential or a mentor to you, dead or alive? That's a great question. And I was thinking about this for a while because there are very few women who have. Uh, and the reason being is I had many experiences in, uh, in my life where I would have great relationships with women and then they would turn around and leave. And so I didn't trust women for the longest time, for the longest time. And that, that, was, that was a very difficult time in my life because when you, can't, when you feel you can't trust other women, then you've lost connection. Mm. and that we were created for connection. So during probably I'd say uh, almost 20 year span, that's where I lived. But then I met someone so amazing that took all of my scattered ideas and told me, you know what? It's okay to choose one thing and be good at it and be okay being you. And that's you. And that's you, Marilyn. <laughs> you, no. you are, you are uh, literally the first woman that I trusted. I did not after, know that. Yes, after that. Wow. Span of time. Oh. Yes. I'm. Yes. I don't know what to say. Yes. It, well, I mean, you show up in um, in in such a beautiful way to serve. You have a servant's heart, and so my heart perceived that. Oh, and, thank and you. It, yes, and I, I, I allowed myself to be open to receive that. <sighs> and uh, yes, and you just coached me in such a beautiful way, where you challenged me to to decide to step into what I really needed to be doing, instead of all the the busyness. You know, we we're all multifaceted and multi talented. But you saw something in me that I knew was there, but I was scared to bring out. And so you, you coached me in that way. And that was literally the open door that I needed to walk through to start being a coach, to start uh, sharing with other women and also sharing my story with other women because I didn't want to, I, it was all, you know, let me make this for you, you know, in the different businesses that I had. And I was happy creating something and, you know, it's yours now, goodbye, have a nice life. But it was never a, a continual follow-up that you need to have a certain accountability and, and learning to be a mentor and all of mm -hmm. these things. So I, I, I am so grateful to you because of that. It, it was, Literally, besides 2020, that was a pivotal moment because, you know, in business, there's so many decisions that can be made. There's so many ways you can go. Uh -huh. And it, I truly feel that if I had continued to go in the way, in the direction I was going, mm -hmm. I might have ended up even dead because I was a workaholic. I was running myself into the ground, trying to find the one thing, the one thing that would be the thing that would, you know, create the financial stability that would solve all my problems. Mm -hmm. But I was, I was running for the easy 
instead of what I was mm. called to be. Mm. And you and you opened the door for what I was called to be. Oh, I mean, I know I had an effect, but I've not heard it that way. I mean, that is so true, though. I, and just to give you context, this was a, quite a few years ago now. I was doing a productivity course, but it actually wasn't product by productivity. And a lot of us feel this overwhelm and this scatteredness or this busyness because we're searching for on the outside what can only be sought by looking in, which is what you got out of that. When often we're looking for the right, you know, the right planner, the right diary, the right system, when it's not at all, I, I truly believe, unless perhaps you've got ADHD or there's some, uh, you know, there's some chemical or mechanical reason for that, but it's often, you know, we are searching and, and you were that person being busy, 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 doing all the things, trying to find it when I could see it was there. And that's the greatest compliment because I see myself as that. I have this vision of opening the, the door for people and seeing that light. Monica, in your, all your years, all your years, and you're coming up to 50, have you ever felt prejudiced or held back because you're a woman and how did you deal with it? I always seemed to, because I, I went into entrepreneurism at 20, I didn't have that much of a, uh, of an experience in that sense, because whenever I did find an obstacle, I always ended up saying, well, I'm going to do it myself then. I'll find a way to do it myself. <laughs> you know, you become very creative in your ways of uh, being a problem solver. And so other than like when I was younger, maybe working some early jobs where, you know, men probably were saying, no, you need to stay here in this position. Throughout my career, I've always been the driver. And I, and I ended up probably taking on some traits that were not as feminine in, in the pursuit of finding what was best for my life. So I'm actually right now kind of trying to tap back into into the feminine side, into the things that make me smile, into the things that make me feel beautiful, into the things that just make me feel good that have nothing to do with work because I'm so work oriented uh, in that sense. And so uh, while I haven't, I, I can't quite think of any area because uh, I am a woman that I have been held back, but honestly, it's probably been more myself than anyone else right? Just saying, no, you probably couldn't look how they're doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it, it's always been trial and error and, and just being committed to the process in the mm -hmm. end, that's helped me to see, you know, you need to, if you're going to encompass and you found yourself, then you need to know that you were created a beautiful woman that, that has so much more to share than business tips. Mm, so true. Now, share a little bit about your home life because you are certainly not traditional, uh, and I know you and your your husband. You're not. You just don't play those regular uh, gender roles. You both seem to embody both the masculine and the feminine. Share with the the listeners how that works at home and how it works with your with all your kids. Yes. So we are right now homeschooling our younger four. The older four are from a previous marriage and they're all grown. My oldest is, will be 29 next month, which is crazy. <laughs> and uh, 
And so they're, they're doing fine. But right now at home, we have six of them here. And it's, it's a juggling act between the both of us. We, we both work from home as well. But yes, our, our, we were talking about our polarity actually a few days ago because I tend to embody a little more of the, of the masculine side in terms of I'm like just very, I don't tend to juggle 20 things at the same time and be able to focus on all, but he can. So mm -hmm. I'm like, that just paired us so perfectly. It, he almost has eyes in the back of his head. He sees and hears everything. <laughs> so, so we work It's a mum trait, isn't it? It's a mum trait. Exactly. It's a mum trait. And we were talking about that. And so uh, we were paired perfectly because I think because of my, I have to provide for my family during all of those years. Uh, in the past, I ended up assuming more of a, a male role than, um, than I think I would have if that hadn't happened. So, so we work beautifully together because we are so focused on whatever is going to make it easier to get through the day. We don't really argue about anything. It's, uh, we, we kind of band together and it's up against the kids <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> so it's like survival of the fittest. <laughs> So, uh, so we work together to, to help uh, create a, a, good, a great environment for the children to be able to learn and get from both of us different, different things. And uh, it's just been an amazing experience to have a supportive husband. He's not entrepreneurial at all, at all. And yet he completely supports me in all of my endeavors. He loves Marilyn. He loves Marilyn's accent. He could, he could fall asleep <laughs> listening to Marilyn. <laughs> he, he mentions you all. And, um, and so it's been a wonderful experience to be able to partner with someone who is so protective and caring yet understands the ins and outs of what it would be to be a stay-at-home mom. He's basically, mm -hmm. we're both like stay-at-home parents is what it is. And so he kind of laughs when, when people are like, oh, you know, it was, it was such a hard day. <laughs> and, you know, and they have very small issues, you know, kind of compared to, to the craziness of our family. But He's been through it all. He went straight into having two sets of twins, having never been married, having never had kids. He, he took on a family of eight, basically, right away. So he's an amazing man. I love him. Mm. He's so supportive. And we have just had a wonderful dynamic of him supporting me and, uh, and me doing the best I can to, to make sure you know, we're working together. But it is a very unique situation. Mm. That's for sure. He, he knows what it is. He's very aware of what it is to have to juggle all the things like most women would. And not many men get to experience that. And so it's, it's, he has a, an amazing perspective and he's always defending women in terms of, you know, like, wait a minute, but they have all of this to do and this, you know, mm. no, 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 no. Send them some flowers. <laughs> you know, do something. Do something that uh, that helps. So it's 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 beautiful to be able to have someone who understands uh, all of all of the things. Yeah. What would he say if he had the mic now and he was to speak to women through this medium? What would be the one thing that he would say to encourage women? He would say he always tells me it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay 
to be on a journey to find what's right for you. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I always carried a, a lot of guilt for investing so much time and money and effort mm-hmm. in, in the process of finding myself in business and, and sometimes not having it bear any fruit. Mm. And and I would come and I would cry to him and I was I'm so sorry. That was a big waste of money. He's like, no, it wasn't. You learned something new. And that's so important. Mm. It's so important for you to become who you are supposed to be. And so mm. don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Mm. Don't be afraid to be willing to, to walk out the process and live the journey. Just live your life and enjoy it. Mm. Enjoy it. Yeah, that's so true. I find uh, this came up in one of the other conversations recently is that men, I've seen men entrepreneurs who, you know, their business fails. Oh, well, pick up. And then 12 months later, they're back where they were financially or they, you know, it's not a problem. It's it's not attached to their identity so much. Whereas us girls, it's sort of like the end of it. But we've got to realise that not many of us wake up and go, this is exactly what I should be doing. You know, there's that in that inauthenticity and the the borrowed, you know, like you were saying, take on people's voices. It takes a while to find that true voice, doesn't it? What would you say to that question I asked about Jared for yourself? What would be your uh, final message to the women listening to encourage them? Uh, my final message would be that you you were made in such a way to reflect light and move the darkness out of the way. And so you are stronger than perhaps you think. You are bolder than perhaps you think. You were created for that. Mm. You were created for that. So whatever has been placed in you, that is your light, Mm. that lights you up, that that is who in essence you are, it has a very important purpose here in the here and now, in this generation, in this time, in your neighborhood, in your home, in your online space. Mm. It's key because if you don't show up, the the darkness takes over. And I have made the decision that I'm not willing to let that happen because I know that whatever I can push out of the way, it makes room for more light for my children and their children. And so I would encourage each and every one of you to take a stance and make a decision and say, Mm. today is the day that I shine and it matters. It's important. Thank you so much, Monica, for your words of wisdom. And we can hear your heart. It's so, so true. At the end of your life, what would you want me to show off about you? What would be the greatest honor? The greatest honor for me would be for someone to say, because of Monica, I found my true identity. That's what it would be. I found who I was supposed to be. Oh, wow. And I walked it out. And I walked it out. Wow. I think I need to do an episode where I collect the statements, the answers from this question and put it together. I think it'll make us all cry. That is so beautiful. It does my heart so good to see where you're at and the journey you've, you've, you've allowed that to happen in your life. So thank you for who you are.